Hello, and welcome to PTC Cast episode 34. Mm-hmm. Today, Chris and I talk a little bit about what your life experiences are like and how they mold you, what we would be doing if we weren't doing what we're currently doing, which I guess is just sitting in my office talking. No, I'm just kidding. What we would be doing with our lives and how we would, um, how, how our directions would have changed had we not found um, fitness in what we did yeah. earlier. We hope you enjoy the episode. It's brought to you by progressthroughchange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. There are four easy, simple habits. That's a free PDF download. All we ask is for your name and your email and that sucker will change your life, man. Mm-hmm. Just follow it to a T and progress is coming your way. Enjoy the show. You got back up before you get smacked back, up. Back, back it up. Hey. Back, okay. Back, back it up. So, so as you know, when I, we first met, yeah, fitness kind of ruled our life. Yeah, like sure. we were. What we do you hang on? So guys. when did when did we first meet? In high school. Okay. Like, I just didn't know if you met like then or if you met like when you started heck. working at the gym. Okay. Or what. No, I met I met then. Okay. Um, just go on. Like you know, we were the fitness guys, and yeah. you know. A big part of our life was fitness. Sure. You know, maybe even the majority of our life. Yeah. <clears throat> so before that, I know that I wanted to be like, I think the main thing was a chef or an artist or something like that. So my question to you is, if you didn't go down, you know, the fitness route, you didn't go down the bodybuilding route, um, what what would you be doing right now? Man, because that's kind of like have, deconstructing, yeah, like dude. who we were. I guess I haven't thought about that much because I've, you know, I mean, I started working out when I was, I think thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe twelve, maybe fourteen, um, and I knew I wanted to personal train since I was like sixteen. So I guess, you know, I haven't really ventured out of that much more. Um, I always thought I'd like to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, I've always had a thing for trying to have like an impact on people's lives and, you know, pushing people to, to be the best they can be. But, you know, I say that, and I think the part of, part of the reason I feel that way is because I've had so many people impact me and coach me so well, So it's you know, so it's, yeah, but I I don't know if I would have had those same experiences had I not dedicated to bodybuilding and fitness. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if that would still be the same answer. Um, you know, I, I, I knew I didn't want a desk job. That I that's one thing I knew is I didn't want a desk job and I knew I didn't want anybody to tell me what to do. Yeah, that was kind of my biggest, my two biggest things. But I didn't I didn't really have much of a plan, man. I wasn't really much of a. I shouldn't say I wasn't much of a dreamer, but I just didn't. You know, I never thought I was gonna like be an astronaut or anything like that. Um, I did think, you know, I wanted to be in some sort of leadership position, I think, in some sort of position where I could lead a team to a goal or lead mm-hmm. people to a goal. And, you know, I guess I said teaching a second ago, so maybe that's kind of the same. Yeah, I think so. The same ordeal. But yeah, I definitely, I think I have an affinity towards working with people to accomplish a goal. I can, I can second that because shit, I feel like you have like all the qualities of a really good leader. I appreciate that. Like you're, you're sure of what you want to do. Um, you're very, I guess you could say empathetic and I guess I'm honestly like very comforting to be around. Um, I feel like you're, you don't judge. Um, and you know, you're very 
I guess, m- motivational hmm. and I appreciate it. Like, um, positive. I and I feel like those are, yeah, those are very good, I guess, quality to have qualities to have, um, for, you know, yeah, just leading people mm-hmm. wherever, you know, you're trying to lead them because it's, it's very easy to, um, kind of surrender yourself to people like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I could, yeah, I could definitely see you, you know, doing something like you, that. You'd follow me into battle. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> what what that. uh what subject do you think that you would be teaching? Um, and you can't you can't say like physiology. Well, or, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I can't say like anatomy or health or anything. I d- I did always think, man, that I would like to like maybe when I retire or something, teach health or something. But I don't have a high school degree or a, <laughs> I don't have a college. I, I do have a high school degree. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't have like a college degree or anything like that. So I'm not sure if I'd be allowed to. But what would I teach? Um, you know, man, I I I, I like history. I think it's interesting, uh-huh. not just from the standpoint of it's memorizing facts and regurgitating them, but I feel like we have so much to learn from where we've been. And I feel like we see, oh man, I'm going to get a little metaphysical on you oh, now, shit. but I feel like we see it happen all the time in um, in the media or in you know politics, whatever you want to call it, but things repeating themselves, mm-hmm. people not learning from past mistakes. Um, but I think, I, I feel like that's true in each facet of of life though, because and everything. Yeah. yeah, because how many of us fall victim to the same mistake or the same bad habit or the same problem over and over again, you know? So I feel like part of the way to overcome that is to acknowledge it and to study it. So I think history would be a, a really cool one. Um, I like English as well. Cause I like, uh, like creative writing and mm-hmm. I like, um, really? Yeah. And I, um, I did not know that about you, man. I'm not great at it. But you'd like um, it. I'm not great at it, yeah, but I do like, uh, like Monday emails are kind of fun for me because it's kind of a in-between. The Monday emails, I kind of try to format like... Those are fun to read. I appreciate it, man. They're very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. I, I try to format them like it's me having, it's me like, I don't want to say giving a speech because that sounds like a little like pretentious, I guess, yeah. but I try to format it like me, like how I would speak to someone about the topic. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I use the word creative, but I more so meant like expression through my personality and how I like to communicate and say things, yeah. because I think that that makes things a little bit more digestible and a little bit easier to consume. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as every other biomechanics nerd, I love listening to Ben Pikulski tell me about how which muscle attaches where and how you have to pull insertion to origin and understanding, mm-hmm. you know, how your pec is affected based upon varying degrees of, of shoulder flexion or whatever. You know what I mean? But I, I like making things a little bit more digestible and a little bit more personable, mm-hmm. you know, which hopefully is more than me just like saying fuck in an email, but <laughs> you know, so I don't know, man, I, I haven't thought about that too much. Cause without trying to sound too corny, like I've been, I'm just not the plan B type of person, man. I, yeah. it's, it's plan A or nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never really had a backup plan. I've never had a, and I don't even do a lot of like, I don't know, daydreaming or wandering or anything like that. Cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, if that makes sense. It does make sense. So. And that goes back to that quality that mm-hmm. I was saying earlier is you understand that what you're doing is yeah. you know what you need to do. You know, you're yeah. sure you're sure yeah. of what you're doing. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've known a lot of people, um, you know, because I'm I'm twenty four, about to be twenty five. You just turned twenty five. So a lot of our peers, um, you know, I think are kind of at times in their lives where they're really not sure 
and they're figuring it out. And, you know, I think maybe that like, especially as a young man, you know, that whatever, 16 to 24, 25 age range, it's, Mm -hmm. you figure out, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I'm lucky in that I'm going to use the phrase, I found it early, but I more so would say I decided early. I think that that, yeah, that's a very, I like that distinction. Yeah, because if you're going to try to find that mm -hmm. one thing, you're going to be looking for a long ass time. But yeah, if you're making that decision that, you know, you want to go down, you know, a certain Mm -hmm. path and you stick to it. Yeah. I think that's very empowering and um, a lot less confusing. Yeah. trying to find like yeah. what the fuck does that even mean yeah and you know that would be lying if i said there wasn't points along the way where i didn't question or didn't you know double take or anything like that but no i never really never really deviated from that you know it mm-hmm. was like all right it's this or nothing it's this or more of this like yeah. you know <laughs> um a part of that come is is from the fulfillment that comes with it but part of it is also just it it fit everything that I was looking for in, I'm not going to say like my career, but, and, and life's purpose sounds corny, but more so, I don't know, man, it, it, it felt right. I was like, I can make a great living working whatever hours I want, helping Mm -hmm. people, talking about my favorite thing. And man, just like the biggest thing is the the difference it makes in people, not physically, but mentally. Yeah. Like, dude, I have seen the way someone walks in the door day one, never been in a gym, and then how someone walks in the door day 100. You know, just the the confidence, the presentation, the belief in self, the, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it it's a different process for everybody, but I know what I got out of the process at a young age, and I know what it did for me as far as changing my my outlook, my perception of myself, my capabilities. And, you know, I don't mean to sound all like alpha male or anything, man, but like there is a serious difference as a human being. You know, I used to just think kind of like as a man, but as a human being, when you can walk in a room and you know that you can handle yourself physically and mentally and communicationally and and to to every aspect. Yeah, for sure, man. Like you can walk into any room confident, you know? So... I knew what it did for me and I kind of knew, you know, I would say maybe, yeah, around like 17 or 18, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to help everybody else with. Mm. So tangent aside, you said a chef or an artist, right? Yeah. Chef or an artist. Well, so you, you know, you said that, you know, you decided in our alternate reality here. I know. Right. Well, I think I really like the, and maybe it's because I'm, you know, young and my experiences have brought me to this idea but I really like the idea of um kind of going all in on different things sure and you know you I'm assuming that you know that I'm like this mm-hmm. um and it was kind of uh destructive or it definitely is destructive at some points in time but um, I think that it's a part of me, um, to do things like that. So with that being said, I have no idea. Do you mean, like, are you talking about just like diving headfirst into whatever lifestyles? It yeah. It's, into it's anything. It's funny you bring that up. I was talking to a client, uh, this would have been Thursday and he listened to, I think it, 
this would have been two or three episodes ago out of recording this, but he mentioned that, you know, he felt, he felt like he could really relate to you because of the dirt bike thing, how you said that, you know, it was like, you just decided you were going to dive in head first and you found almost like an addiction to it just because Mm -hmm. of like the minor progress or the steps or the understanding or the, you know, so he's like over the course I've trained him, like, you know, he's been like, for a second, like he was a car guy and then he was a gun guy and then he was a yeah. knife guy. And then now, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's, it's interesting to see like the personality like yours or like his, that yeah. it's just like, cause I, I'm kind of a, uh, with everything outside of like bodybuilding and fitness, I'm kind of like a big toe first kind of person, but uh-huh. like you and the client I mentioned, like are like, you know what, this pool <sighs> yeah, might man. be like two feet deep, but I'm going head first, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm sorry, so go. I didn't mean to cut you off, but go no, on. No, no, you're good. Um, I've always thought that there was, I guess, or I've always been told that there's, uh, you know, something wrong with doing things that way, you know, kind of going all in and then just, you know, forgetting mm-hmm. about it or whatever later. But honestly, man, like, I like it. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it does, you know, crash yeah. and burn, but then sometimes it doesn't. And... But I think I think I want to like try to embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it'll be destructive. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I do know that um, there are specific things that I need to, I guess, consistently do in order to ground myself in, mm-hmm. um, you know, being I guess healthy and, um, yeah, just being healthy. Like you know, I I need to get a certain amount of sleep. Sure. Um, I need to eat you know specific types of food and not just go on fucking binges yeah um, of course yeah like there's certain things Finding that i know your, i need your to healthier do your approach within that yeah but um at the same time you know embracing that kind of you know this is life what to do now mm-hmm. idea uh i really like yeah so just kind of that that chaos of being immersed and and figuring it out within yeah, man. it yeah. not as you go you know yeah. but like actually within it and you know i, I think a, a point of that that i you know I would like to acknowledge is, you know, you had made, you just made the comment about, you know, being sure like, you know, your health is right for whatever you're doing. And and that's all true, of course. And there's, there's parameters to all of this, but something that's really interesting, um, you know, I, I don't think you would consider it a mistake when you gained all the weight that you did for powerlifting. Um, (laughs) and if you would, I don't know. I don't consider it. Okay. Well, and that's, and that's, and that's kind of where I'm going. Well, but, but that's kind of where I'm going with this though, man, is it's like, Okay, maybe in in hindsight now, like you think it was stupid. Regardless, we could call it a learning decision. I wouldn't change it though. That, but I I, I more so meant like you cannot say you left any cards on the table. Oh yeah, you you cannot. You know what I'm saying? You you cannot say like, damn, I had another five percent, or damn, I could have done. You know what I mean? Like you, I could have ate a little bit more. I could have recovered better. I could like you can't say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas I think back to my first bodybuilding show prep when I was 17 and I was working at Starbucks and dude, I would, I was like three weeks out and I was eating the fucking lemon bread, like the, the frosting top. (laughs) And then I would just throw the rest of the bread away because you couldn't give it away. And I wasn't going to like try to sell it and I didn't want to eat the whole thing. (laughs) And so here I am like stealing half a Starbucks pastries and like half-assing my diet, you know, mm-hmm. because I wasn't the head-in type of person, man. I didn't I didn't really give it everything I had. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, you know, that's changed and ebbed and flowed as I've, 
as I've grown and matured and everything. And, you know, I, I would say I always have different levels of intensity or commitment to bodybuilding. But what I will say is I do always wonder like, man, what if I had just, what if I had just done what I intended to do? Yeah. Instead of made the the micro mistakes along the way, which mm. in the grand scheme of things maybe weren't a huge thing, but because I didn't do the head first thing like you did, you know that's that's something that I I'm not gonna say constantly think yeah. about because it's not like a a big regret or anything, but it's like I, all I'm trying to say here is you can't say you left any cards on the table when you gained however much weight because at the end of the day you got to your goal, which was being the strongest teen in the world. And so you can't sit there and say to yourself, well, what if I would have done that? Or what if I would have done this? Yeah. And maybe it wasn't necessary to do it to the way you did, but you don't have to wonder. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think there's, you know, two sides to the coin. Like being that way is bittersweet. Just like mm -hmm. being, you know, the way that you are is mm -hmm. bittersweet. You know, because you're saying grass that grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, like you're saying that. Well, you know, I should have gone all in, but at the same time, what if that would have caused, you know, um, pull pulling back in other areas of your life? Yeah, because you kind of have to be obsessed. Yeah, um, and you know, thinking about it all day, every fucking yeah. day, to do that. And at the end of the day, if you're like that, it's gonna affect your relationships. It's gonna yeah. affect you know a bunch a bunch of things. And that's a, well, that's a great point because you know, I I never. I never sacrificed a relationship yeah. for bodybuilding. I I wouldn't go out with friends like close to showtime, but I never really like missed out much socially. You know, so yeah. so I there were there were some sacrifices there that I didn't make that okay, I I guess I would agree with that. That yeah. that definitely kept me fulfilled in other areas of my exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. Um because I know whenever I would, you know, dive deep on that, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, sure. I sacrificed I don't know if this is, you know, stupid to say, but I I seriously do think that in those periods of times, I sacrificed everything, um, including myself, yeah. uh, for whatever it is that I'm doing. Like, whenever I did decide to become the strongest teen and, you know, I went all in on powerlifting, I had no fucking friends. Yeah. I had no time um, spending doing other things. Yeah. Uh, again, like, I put my health at risk there was nights where i thought i was gonna fucking die yeah of a heart attack and i was like oh well this is the night well at least i've went all in what do you think your resting that, heart rate was um i do remember like trying to sleep after my workouts i'm sure it was because of the caffeine too but trying to sleep my heart rate was at uh, 145 <laughs> beats per minute and yeah imagine that like every night on top of fucking yeah. palpitations that would last like a minute long yeah and if you put your hand on my chest, you would feel my heart. Yeah. Like freaking out. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't crazy, die. So man. yeah, like, you know, it is cool from the outside being like, damn, this dude did all of this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think it's cool too. But at the same time, going back to that moment in my life, like it was fucking hell, dude. Like you remember I had uh, mood swings all the time. Mm -hmm. um, there was times where. Like somebody would say something, not even a big deal, and for some reason, like I would fucking break down and go hyperventilate in the bathroom. Yeah. Like I wasn't those those weren't good times. Yeah. Um and that's the same with me, you know, losing all that weight. Mm -hmm. Like from morning to day, it was fucking I, that's all that I was doing. I was barely eating, I was doing all of this cardio shit. 
um, it was hard to walk. Like it felt mm-hmm. like my bones were cracked, but I was still doing it. And like, it was, it was stupid, but at the same time, I guess I, I don't know. I'm addicted to shit like that. <laughs> well, you know, I think the thing is an important conversation to be had on that topic is people see the outcome, but they don't see the price paid. Yeah. So, you know, of course everybody would see that you gained a lot of weight. Yeah, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But more so the anxiety that comes with all of that, the sacrifice of relationships that come with all that. You yeah. know what I mean? The the giving up of, I mean, all the fun stuff. Like I had you know? best friends during that time period. And in my head, I made myself believe that they fucking hated me. Mm-hmm. And I'm dead serious. Like I literally, I made myself believe that they hated me um, and that they were, you know, trash talking behind me and this and that, like, so you wouldn't spend time with them. You wouldn't. So I wouldn't. And I remember them. like we would work out at the same gym, but I wouldn't fucking look at them. I wouldn't do anything because I made myself, I convinced myself that they didn't like me. Yeah. And dude, I think, um, and they're the same, uh, like two of those friends went to the powerlifting meet. Okay, you remember yeah, them? So J- them? Jason yeah, yeah, Naden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I met them. Well, after, you know, gaining all that weight and, you know, losing it, I met up with them um, at Fifth Street. And, you know, I told Jason and I told uh, Aiden, like, hey, you know, during that time, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, really? Like, wow, we we had no idea. Um, And it was just it was fucking stupid. Uh, All that being said. I don't think it's worth it being like this. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's very destructive. And I think, I think it depends, man. And, you know, we're sitting here talking about it on the, you know, the sport spectrum of, of bodybuilding and powerlifting. But it, it's funny, like I see it with a lot of individuals and this could be, um, you know, training in prosper, which is in a very affluent area, you know, a lot of, um, clientele that I have and, um, and just individuals I know at the gym, mm-hmm. A lot of people are that way with their jobs. And I don't know if, you know, it being your income maybe makes it a little bit more justifiable. But man, I I know a lot of people who um, sacrifice quite a bit for their job. Um, And I, so I I think it might be a little bit more common than you think. We just might be the ones that manifest it through sport. And, you know, luckily enough for me, I was able to monetize that in a way and, turn it into teaching with personal training. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was ever, I was, I was my first client, man, you know? So lucky for me, I was kind of able to pivot it that way. But you know, there's, there's tons of people who I think have that mentality, you know, within some aspect of their life and that they're willing to give up so much. And, you know, I just use the example of a job and a career, but you know, I think we could, we could really speak to some young men on here, man, of, of like video games. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, I'm, I love video games as much as the next guy. Probably got a couple hours in a week around this time period of my life. But man, um, I, I am not in any way, shape, or form over-exaggerating when I said I had a summer in my life. I believe I was 15. I was either 14 or 15. I had started with a gym membership, but I wasn't using it yet. It was summertime. And every morning, I got out of my bed directly out of my bed. I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't go brush my teeth. I didn't get water. I didn't go outside. I didn't let the dog out. I didn't do anything. I got out of my bed 
and I got onto my computer and I turned on World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm serious. Like my yeah. desk was right by my bed. I rolled out of bed. That was the first thing I did. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there for anywhere from eight to 12 hours. Dang. I, if I needed to eat, I would go get a bag of Dorito chips. And that's what I was rolling on. And that was for an entire summer. So for three months. And so, you know, I, I just always think, this is something that I've thought about even more than what I mentioned earlier with, you know, kind of cheating on my bodybuilding diets here and there. But it, it was more so that, man, I spent like three months of my life just glued to a computer. And it's like, what, what time could have been spent f- with friends? What, what, what kind of hobbies could I have tried? What kind of, you know, physical changes could I have made? What could I have, I mean, anything, you know? And it's so, I, I feel like I, I know... <laughs> more than I would like to admit people around our age that are man, just, just drowning themselves in distractions where it's things that should be done in moderation. And they're just, yeah, you know, it's, it's video games all day or it's, you know, I don't know what, that's the first one that comes to mind. Again, I'm not demonizing video games. I I play my fair share, but the Mm -hmm. point is man, like individuals will, obsess over things and not recognize what they're sacrificing for anything, everything else. I mean, dude, how so many mothers that I train have lost their own health, have, have not been in shape, have not taken care of themselves because of the sacrifices they've made for their kids. Yeah. Which at that point, it's like, of course, that's one you have to make, but it's like, look what you had to give up. Now you have to make that a priority for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's a random one that, that comes to mind. But I guess all of that to say, like when we over obsess on things, something else has to give. We really only have so much time and capacity for so much. So it's like when you dedicate so much to something, you have to recognize whether you mean to or not, you take away from other things. Yeah. 100%. You have to ask yourself if you're willing to. Yeah. Or if it's even worth it. Yeah, 100%. Or are you just, you know, indulging when yeah. maybe you shouldn't? Yeah. And maybe there's maybe there's a gradient there. Maybe there's you know, a certain amount of indulgence that's fine or a certain way to approach it that's fine. But at the end of the day, man, like a lot of us that might have that personality, that all in, that addictive, that, you know, you might be missing more of life than you think you are. I've actually been uh, thinking about this and I actually wanted to do an experiment. I haven't uh, laid it all out, but like, what if, what if I was to go and I, I don't know the time frames it would be either. Uh, what if I was to kind of pursue this obsession sure. cycle and try to, instead of just letting it happen to me, be intentional with it and maybe go, you know, months at a time or whatever, obsessing about a specific thing and yeah, just see, just see what happens. I think it depends like what the thing is. And I think a big I thing, think so, yeah. I think a big thing as well is like, knowing how to put things on the back burner, you know, so keeping things kind of going or alive, but being able to focus on other things. So I'll have, you know, like I'll have time periods where maybe I'm working like 60 or 70 hours a week, Mm -hmm. you know, and then for a little bit, maybe I'll pull back to like 40 hours a week or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so point being like, you just go from being all in to maybe more of a maintenance, you know, but yeah, cause, cause I don't, I don't think it's a sustainable approach with your health to like balls to the wall for three months and then not think of about it at all, you know, or like if you want to get good at a hobby balls to the wall for three months and then not think about it at all, you know, like if you're going to try to whatever, learn how to play the guitar, right. Mm-hmm. And you want to do that 
Well, if you head first for three months, but then you completely set it down, it probably what was the point work. of all? Yeah, what was yeah. the point of all of it? I guess is my point. Well, I so I guess so. What do you what do you mean when you say that? So when you say what's the what was the point of it? Um, I guess my thought is, you know how earlier I was saying that life is or we're pretty much just like a bundle of our experiences. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, then why not you know experience more? That's and, a fair enough point because yeah. I guess I guess then you can turn the conversation to what's the point of doing anything because you're eventually you're not going to do it anyways. Yeah. So that's a that's a fair point. Yeah. I don't know if it's a a right point, but I'm thinking that you know when it comes to maybe developing you know who I think I am, um, maybe it would be a good route to just try for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I again I don't know, but something. I feel like it's worth to, I guess, try it out. Worth to explore. Yeah, yeah to explore. I see. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be interesting, man. Yeah, for me, I'm I'm the type of person that I, I function best with habits and routines, for sure. So if I were to ever do something like that, I would have to, like, I would have to figure out. Maybe your basis first. Yeah, I yeah. would need to, I would need to do a lot of thinking before I could dive headfirst into something like that. I think I'm, I need to do that. Yeah, because yeah, I function on a lot of small routines, if that makes sense, uh-huh. rather than like big, overarching things. Because those small routines, those are the ones that I, I feel like whenever they kind of get lost, mm-hmm. that's when everything you know kind of goes down. Crumbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah crumbles. I, I really consider them like a foundation. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and so you gotta as long as you can hold on to your foundation, I think you can do that that dive in approach, man. But it's just my, my, again, my thought process is always like, and maybe this could just be from, from training and from seeing, you know, fad diets and people doing 30 day challenges and bullshit like that. I guess my thing is I just, I always wonder what after, what next, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I guess if it's to achieve a goal and then to move on, that's fine. But again, the question is like, what next? If your goal is to lose 30 pounds and that's it and you lose 30 pounds, what next? Are you, are you done? Are you maintaining? Are you throwing it all out the window? Like what's the, where are we at? Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's well. where, that's well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's where my mind goes, man. Cause like to your point, like we are just a bundle of our experiences. That's 100% true. But you know, if you want to put some long-term maybe maybe value is the wrong word but some some more permanence to those experiences mm-hmm. i feel like they need to be maintained in in some way shape or form yeah or else what's the point of them i guess yeah well but then like we said like what's the point of doing anything because you enjoy it or because it can fulfill you or it can help someone or you know whatever mm. whatever that why is to you but i guess the biggest thing is like the af- knowing knowing what comes after that bout well, knowing what comes after that sprint, you know, yeah, is the race over or are you slowing down or are you changing pace or are you done? You know, I think it would be going to, or at least in my case, it would be going to maybe a different race. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that, and I think that's, and I think that's kind of what it sounds like you're trying to express. Yeah. Like you're, you just want to start moving from thing to thing and exploring things. I, and that's probably the best way to maybe not figure yourself out, but explore a little bit. Cause like, you know, if you didn't do that, then how would you know? Yeah. You know, how would you know if you like something or if you don't like something or if you have a passion for something or if you or if you're, you're good at something or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you don't know until you try. Cuz I guess like I I this kind of uh crossed my mind um since you know if we are 
you know, a bundle of our experiences. And this is kind of, I guess, getting off topic. No, um, go ahead. Maybe it is. I don't know. But since we are a bundle of our experiences and, you know, I'm only 24. Uh, so we've been out of school for, you know, maybe six or the majority of our life was, mm-hmm. you know, involved in the school. Yeah. And we're kind of, and obviously with our family. So we're kind of, you know, created and molded by, you know, our family and um, our friends, uh, schooling mm-hmm. and all of that. Well, I'm like, since I kind of have the freedom now, then maybe I can try to mold myself. I don't know where to start. That's yeah. why I, you know, was thinking about trying different experiences, like but yeah. maybe I would be able to, like, let's say the fifth experience in, you know, like something in that, like, Be kind of hooks me in you, where yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I really like this. Yeah. And I like this because of this and this. And I, I want to keep this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that's why so many people put such an emphasis on like traveling. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, seeing the world or seeing different places is mm-hmm. because like, that's how you get those different experiences and those different and alone. perceptions and those yeah. different. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I never, ever, ever, ever want to go to go into politics on this podcast, (laughs) but like, you know, I I think a lot of the times when you, you know, I I think we can all think of, we all maybe know a person who has a very specific, you know, set of thoughts or opinions or whatever that may be. But if you're able to, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying this in like a judgmental way or anything, but if you, if you know that person, if you're able to look at that person's life experiences and and where they come from and who they were raised by and who they were friends with and, you know, what bad things happen to them, what good things happen to them, what things happen for them or to them, you know, I, I think eventually you can be like, so that's kind of why you think that way. Or yeah. that's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of trace it back. Right. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. And so I think that's, that's kind of the big thing when, you know, you said you're trying to mold yourself. It's like, I really like that because I guess the more things that you experience, the more, basis of reference you have and I also think I also think the more things you experience the more I'm not going to say the more your opinion has value but the more you've thought about your opinion exactly some introspection yeah yes exactly because it's like you've you've experienced both sides of the coin Mm -hmm. you know you've you've been to the west coast and the east coast you have you know does that make sense yeah you have like your own perception Mm -hmm. that you figured out Mm -hmm. yeah after having you know some points Mm -hmm. jotted rather than being told or for i shouldn't say forced but you know if you're if you're raised by people who are a certain way then, then you, you might end up that yeah. certain way. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if that's cool with you, great. If you want to start molding yourself, well, maybe you need to experience or check out the complete opposite way. Yeah, exactly. And just see, and, and what is what is your opinion then? What, what do you think? So it, it takes that, it takes that exploration, you mm-hmm. know? So I think it's interesting because it's like, how do you do that with your personality where you just head first into everything? I know. Maybe well, you should like sell all your belongings and go move to a third world country and just well, see guess, what happens. Well, guess, guess what? Uh, <laughs> he said, guess what? I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually saving up to uh, buy a bus. And then me and my dad are going to 
uh, strip it out and, you know, redo everything for to make it a travel bus. So, dude, you're saying this on the podcast, so now it's like, it's really got to happen. Oh, it's yeah. It's not just like an idea anymore. So, yeah. you're, you're really going to do this. Yeah, I am. That's awesome. Um, I don't, That's fucking awesome. I don't know if it'll happen uh, this October or if I'll give it, you know, one more year just to have my finances. Some money under your belt, yeah. 100% uh, set in stone. Um, but this is something that I'd like to say right now, I'm pretty serious about That'd be wildly cool. So yeah. Cause if you can do all your work remotely, man, exactly. Yeah. You, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. I, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I've, um, I've been on like a recent kick this last like year. I'm always looking at like little mini towable campers, yeah, like man. nothing crazy. Uh-huh. Like one that's like whatever, five, 10 G's, nothing crazy, but like, bro, you know, you I've can get a really bus like, for 10 G's. Uh, I believe it. It's probably like old and beat to shit, but yeah. <laughs> no, like, or well, kind of, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it does what you need it to do. Yeah. But no, so I mean, I, I've definitely like toyed with a similar idea, and I don't, I don't ever see myself like you know traveling forever because I'm definitely again a routine person. I like my home base. But yeah, like, definitely not forever. I have a lot of, I have a lot of world I'd like uh-huh. to see for sure. Brie would like to do that too. Yeah. Yes. 100. I feel like she, I feel like yes, she she's she the type of person that I would like to do yes. some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Where would y'all go if, let's say y'all were to plan, or actually y'all already have something planned for, did you say Michigan? We're going to Michigan this summer for, um, so real quick, I'll I'll rewind. Um, Brianna and I, my beautiful fiance, Mm -hmm. um, we have a map in our living room and it's, it's a map of the United States and you take a picture in each state and then you go to some website and you can print it off and then you, you can the picture comes out in the form of that state. So you have like a whole map with pictures of everywhere you've been. And it looks like the United States, but in each state is like the picture of where you've been. Yeah. And so right now we're trying to fill up all the states, but yeah, so we're going to, yeah. So we'll get, we'll get our Michigan one when we go see some family for a wedding, um, this summer. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have tons of those to fill out. How many days a camper would be good for that? Yeah, man. I mean, besides the drive up, I guess. (laughs) No, yeah, we're, we're flying there for sure. But um, no, for for like the more neighbor, the closer states to Texas, yeah, that that a camper would be super. Hell cool, yeah, man! Well, besides sure. the uh, the wedding up in Michigan, do y'all have anything else planned? We're going to the beach with my family um, in Florida uh, in June, and then usually we try to take a hiking trip every November. That's awesome, which man. you know because you stay with the dogs every November. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love staying with the dogs. So man. yeah, yeah, they're they're a blast, man. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So where are you going first with your bus? Um, I don't know. Just wherever, you, just wherever you and dad land. So. Yeah, man. Um, I also wonder if I have to get uh, my CDL license back. I had a CDL license. I guess license you were a bus driver for a while. Yeah, so, yeah, you, yeah, man, so, so I know. know exactly how to drive that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> it's like them wide turns, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Damn. All Seven right. miles to the gallon. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's wrap it up there. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. See you in the next Bye. one.